Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome to, I don't freaking know which <laughs> I think it's episode 23. Episode number. It's been a, we know we haven't done an episode in a month. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. Sorry. And you know what you're going to get tonight or today, whenever you may be listening? Or tomorrow. You're going to get a completely unscripted. Unscripted. Unresearched. Unresearched. Piece of shit episode. Piece of shit episode. So <laughs> we actually got this from one of our friends, Layla, who said, don't do any research. Just tell us what you guys have been doing for the last five years or whatever it is. Yeah, because we've, we've been, I have been so busy. Well, I mean, I guess Rob's been busy too, if you count just working and working and working. 70 hours a week. <sighs> 70 hours a week. My poor husband. Do you guys know how old he is? How old am I? Is He's that a joke? Old. He's an old <laughs> man. I'll, I'll be 60 in September and I work like I'm 25. Yeah. And he's too old for this. He is way too old for this. So that's what he's been doing. He's just been working and working and working some more. I, on the other hand, have been very busy. So we thought we'd bring you an episode about just what we've been up to and basically give you all the excuses as to why we haven't been able to do any episodes lately. Yeah. So you guys have to remember that everything that we do, we have to do ourselves. Lena has to edit it. We have to come up with research. We have to do a walkthrough. We have to have time to do one and, you know, time to do one. Yeah. Time to do one. Do one what? To do one episode. Oh. To do one. It sounded like you were talking about like pooping or something. Well, that, no, then I said do do two. I said number two, babe. Everybody knows that. Was, do one is peeing. It was just a weird way of saying to. we have to have time to record and do one. put together the episode. Anyway. I use, I use less words. Hi, everybody. Missed you guys. <laughs> well, luckily we've been doing an episode after last night, so we're good. Yeah. It's been a really, really rough couple of weeks, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I guess we could talk about that since you already put it out into the ether <laughs> on fucking it, Facebook. Wait, what's the ether? Trying to, to get the, me to go to sleep? To the, no, out into the world. Oh, yeah. I'm an open book, babe. Obviously. It's one thing where Rob and I differ. He is a very open book. I'm an open book to a certain extent, but I don't think that everybody needs to know Every single little thing that's happening in our lives Babe, at every point you'd in time. You'd be shocked how many people are interested in my life. Okay, I, I have fans. I don't think they everywhere. Are. Yo, yeah. I don't, think they're I don't like to just do the good stuff. I like to throw in the bad stuff too. Especially in the bad stuff makes me look bad. You like to look bad. I like to look like I'm a regular person. You are a very, very regular person. We're doing a relationship podcast, and in relationships aren't perfect. Sometimes people fuck up, and I like to let people know when I fuck up. Mm. So he's letting you know all the time. All <laughs> the time. Also, so, we're also on our third drink. So yeah, good um, luck editing this one out. Yeah, I couldn't. I just, yeah. Uh, I, so my mom has been here for about two months now, a little over two months. And man, are we ready for her to leave? But, uh, that's not true I'm just at kidding. all. I'm actually very sad that she's leaving. I have leaving. to do mother-in-law jokes, babe. I'm very sad. I love your mom. I'm sad my mom is leaving. She's been here to help me through my whole surgery mm-hmm. and my recovery. And I went back to work way too fucking early. Like I haven't been at this job very long. And so, um, and I have a lot of responsibility. Lady. 
There we go. I think we're back. All right, we're back. All right, everybody. We just had some technical difficulties. <laughs> we're going to turn off the air conditioner now because there's, there's nothing like ang- angry Lena. <laughs> Man, she has some cuss words. I have had a little bit of technical difficulty with this episode here, and um, I'm not going to lie, it must be like mer- Mercury retrograde or something. My friend Susan, every time, like we, okay, so there's like a lot of the time where stuff around our house just starts to break randomly, like, and it happens in like clumps of things. Like we'll have like the uh, electricity go out in part of our house and then like the air conditioner will go out in another part of the house. Remember that time just one plug in the bathroom went out? Just one plug. Everything else worked, but the one plug, and then it came back on. Oh yeah, Remember well that? that does happen for a couple yeah. of days, and then it comes back on by itself. The joys of owning a really fucking old ass house. I think somebody died in this house. I wouldn't be surprised. Whenever we moved into this house, um, we had a garage, which we <laughs> we don't have anymore. Oh, the, the chamber. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we've had we ha- so we had the garage converted in a, into two bedrooms because whenever we first moved into this house, my dad lived with us, and. Uh, we had four kids and, uh, I mean, not that they're, you know, we still have the four kids, but you know, one of them has grown we up killed and moved off all out. The kids. <laughs> all the kids are now dead. One of them grew up and moved out. And then, uh, my dad isn't living with us anymore. I mean, he's not he, longer he, living. He actually has passed away. And then, um, my three kids, the three youngest are still living here. But anyway, we needed more room at one point. And so we had the garage converted into rooms and the garage was so fucking weird. First of all, whoever lived here before thought that he or she, I don't want to be sexist, was was a handyman. And so they did all of their, hold on one second, you guys, I'm sorry. Rob was about to start touching, touching the controls. Okay, I'm sorry. Please don't. Please don't. We've had enough problems here. Okay. Anyway. Um, anyway, so he thought he was a handyman and did like his own electrical work, which was kind of scary because yeah. in the garage, there were all these PVC f- pipes. With wires going through them. With wires going through them. Yeah. And it was like piped into the backyard and I don't know where else. So. But then <laughs> he had the room that looked like a storage room. Except for the door on it was like a ship door. Yeah. That only had... Like a submarine. There was no knob on the inside. So when you shut it, you would turn it and it would do this latch on the inside. Yeah, locked and, from the outside. And there was no handle to get out. Once you were inside, you couldn't get out if the door was shut. Yeah, and it was a it was like a big steel door. Yeah. Like, I mean, that door was like hundreds of pounds. It was really weird. Like, who does that in their garage? And who it, puts a... It a submarine be, door. It could have been a safe room because you can't get out. Right. No. And the house has a fire alarm. I don't understand the correlation. A fire alarm. Well, no, just, I'm just going with the whole weirdness of the house. You put a fire alarm in. The, remember, there's a fire alarm in the utility room. Yeah. Well, and then you just, instead of, instead of unscrewing it off of the, pulling it off the goddamn wall and then doing a little bit of, you know, whatever to close up the hole. Rob just paints the fuck over it. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's what just we do. Painters. Paint it. Rob paints over everything. Yeah. So you can't see it. It doesn't, it doesn't Once matter. Once I paint over it, you can't see it's gone. It's, it's, Wait, I yeah. didn't paint over the fire alarm. Yes, you paint. Yes, you did. I'll go. To, I'm going to. 
I'm going to take a picture for you guys and I'm going to post that on social media because it's yellow now. Somebody's going to be so sad. You painted over the fire alarm. When they see it. Okay, maybe I did. Yeah, you did. So, Absolutely did. You know what else he painted over? Hopefully we don't have a fire. We, they had all these weird old, like, it was like an intercom system in the mm-hmm. house. Yeah, from the 70s. Yeah, and instead of, like, pulling that off the wall and taping a bedding, he likes to paint over that, too. I took it off the kitchen. Yeah, off the kitchen, because I asked you to, but yeah. everything else you just painted over. No, or I painted you just around. Left, or you just left a big hole in the in the wall, like Where? we've got up in the game room, underneath that picture that you screwed to the wall. Oh, yeah. The I know picture. what I know what's back there. It's a hole. It's yeah, a hole that in hole the wall. That hole is for my pleasure. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking glory hole, babe. Now I got to move it now. I got to make a new glory hole. I know how big your penis is, and that's way too big to be your you glory hole. <laughs> Maybe I want to share it with my friends. <laughs> It's a multi-glory hole. Anywho. All right, let's talk uh, about what we've been doing. I don't even know what we were talking about earlier. Let's talk about what we've been doing. So anyway, last night we got to a big fight. We so did. We did, you guys. We're lucky. We're okay. lucky that we're even recording tonight, and we're doing a relationship podcast, and, and our relationship- is hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard work, but you know, it's worth it. Sometimes. I'd rather be miserable with you than happy with somebody else. You know, I told somebody not too long ago that that's what you tell me. And? They say, oh, that's so sweet. No, I think they just thought it was weird. It's just a weird thing to that, say to somebody. Because because people don't understand the hidden meaning in that. Hidden? Hidden. Hidden. The hidden mini, meaning the hit, of that. The hidden meaning. So what, tell me what the hidden meaning is. The hidden meaning is that even though I would not be happy, I would rather be with you than not be with you at all, no matter how bad it gets. That's the meaning. Okay. Because you are my one true love. Just like true blood is the one true blood or whatever it was. <laughs> true blood. You're, my, you're the true one. Anyway, you guys are probably tired of listening to us ramble, so we're going to get on to my list Let's now. Let's do it. All right. So what have we been up to in the last couple of weeks? Because we're not, we didn't research this episode or anything. We just are bringing you- I've been up to about 510. The facts. Rob's been working- I have been, okay, first of all, there was an election in this little city that we live in, and do you guys know, okay, this election is for volunteer positions. Volunteer only. Our mayor is volunteer, our city council is volunteer. They get a stipend for the meetings, but that's like a hundred bucks. Well, yeah, but it's like minimal, like nothing, like it doesn't pay for the hours that you put into it. So really, you do it out of the kindness of your heart because you care about the city that you live in, or supposedly that's yeah. supposed to be the case. You don't do it to line your pockets or anything. Right. Um, yeah, so you don't really get anything financially out of it. You have to get the satisfaction of serving your city. Serving your, consti- what's they called? Constituent? Constituent? Con- Const- Cottonheads? Constituents. Con- con- <laughs> Constituents. We've got over five letters. I have a hard time saying the word. Mm-hmm, that's true. Um, anyway, uh, I, we haven't been super involved in politics in Carrollton. Oh, are we supposed to say where we live? We live in Carrollton. Who cares? We live Carrollton, in Carrollton, Texas. Come see us. Anyway, we haven't been super involved in politics up until now. I mean, but we're still not super involved. But we do um, ha- have this Facebook page that um, it's called Carrollton, Texas Chat and News, and we started it about what. Four years ago? Yeah, Memorial Day. 
four years ago. So five, yeah, this more will be five years. Okay. Um, so almost five years ago and, uh, started it with some friends of ours and, um, it's, it's grown a lot. It's got like 5,000 members. And, um, so we decided for this mayor race, which is, it's actually only, um, the person that won the election is only going to be, excuse me, mayor for a year. Yes. They're only going to be mayor for a year. Um, because it, it's from a vacated seat for someone else that is running for a commissioner position. And um, anyway, I didn't know how nasty yeah, we're small talking town nasty. politics could get. You have people that are behind the scenes like a puppet master so they can do whatever they want and nobody says anything. They say, oh, I, they don't work for me and they just basically do whatever they want and you can't prove anything because they use different names or aliases or whatever. So it's, yeah, it's it's there's a lot of shady shit in a small town. We only got like one hundred thirty five thousand people. It's not like it's Dallas. It's a small little town. Well, I mean, we're not a small town. Like, I mean, I used to live in a small town, but small town I comparison mean, this is, to this big is a town. decent sized suburb. But still, I mean, the politics are still very small town because everybody's. They're volunteers, you know, it's like a, you know, like having a volunteer fire department, you know, it's the same thing. I mean, like these are just people that are doing this, um, because they love their city and it has been crazy. Like not everybody just is nice and runs a clean campaign. Um, even small town politics that are supposed to be nonpartisan turn into be partisan. Well, yeah, they turned into be partisan. Anyway, so what we did with our Facebook group is we decided to do, um, or we decided to reach out to the mayor candidates and see if they were interested in doing a Q&A because we found that um, only a very small percentage of our city votes. In so, a s- oh, sorry. So this election, we have, have 85,000 registered voters, only 7,000 people voted. Mm-hmm. 7,000 out of 85, so that's less than 10%. Which people. I think is actually way more than they predicted. Yeah, that, it was higher than normal the, yeah. for not being an election season, but still to have that 7% or whatever it is to vote. And most of those people are probably old. So young people aren't voting for the mayor race because you know, they don't think it's that important. That's yeah, another problem that we have. That, that is a problem. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, the, we the only people that are actually getting out and voting unless it's a presidential election are just like the old white people. That's that's all. I mean, and nothing against old white people. Rob's old and white. I hate um, old white people. <laughs> you are an old white people. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that, that shouldn't be who is... Who's deciding the future yeah, they're of gonna be the dead city? Soon. We're going to be dead soon. And then the young people are going to say, what do we do? All the old white people are dead. How we vote? Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I mean, like, it's it's hard. I remember whenever, you know, when I was younger and had younger kids, um, I wasn't very politically active. I mean, I would go and vote in the presidential elections, but that was about it. Like, until I moved here, I didn't even vote in, um, you know, in, in local elections. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't really know anything about it. I was busy with my kids. I was busy, you know, at work. I mean, like whenever you're working 40, 50 hours a week, plus you're raising a family of four and, you know, I mean, like you got to, I mean, your whole life is just get up, exercise, 
take the kids to school or get the kids ready, then take them to school and then go to work and work your ass off and sometimes deal with a boss that's really not very nice. And then you go home and you have a fucking hour long commute home and then you try to make dinner for your family. Then it's time to vote and you just go vote. Yeah, but you don't, but you don't vote because you don't even know that an election's going on because you don't have time to even know what's going on around you other than the fact that you were just in the middle of some of the hardest shit you've ever done. Right. You know, I mean, and and that's the way a lot of families are. I mean, they're just fucking paycheck to paycheck, minute to minute, just trying to survive and you don't have time to pay attention to politics. And so a lot of people, they don't vote in their own interests because they're too fucking busy to do that. Or Or they think, Eh, my vote don't really count. It's just one vote. Yeah. But then if you have enough people to do that, you know, your vote counts. And if you don't vote, you don't get to complain. Yeah, vote. and then and then and then the only people that are voting are the old people that are retired and they're like, Okay, yeah, let's control the city because I don't know why. They got you know I, I don't even know why they need so much control, but 'cause they make money later. They make money later. Hey, if you come here I'll take care of you later or I'll give you taxes on this. And then later on, you're going to help me out here. Yeah. Anyway, this is just my three drinks in rambling about the local election. But anyway, we did this Q and a with the mayor or, you know, the mayor candidates. We asked them, uh, or I, I messaged them. I mean, we have a group of administrators of our page and uh, we decided that I'd be the spokesperson. And so I reached out to the candidates and asked them if they'd be interested in doing a Q&A. They were both very receptive to it, very friendly, very nice people. And um, we set up a Q&A, and uh, we all put a lot of work into it. We asked our membership to send us questions, and they sent us a lot of questions, and we like curated them to make sure that we had um, you know, a, a variety of questions. And um, it actually went really well, I think. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It was the best Q&A the one thing about being in a small town is the candidates are usually um, active on Facebook or and other access- social media. Yeah. They're accessible. You mess if you message them, they'll reply back. So the good thing about living in a small town is it was easy to to do this. A bigger town, you can't do that. They're too they're too busy. Yeah, because they did like five forums before the election. Yeah, they well they did a lot of forums. And ours, yeah. was, ours was the best one. Uh, By far, it it actually did turn out really good, guys. So, I mean, I don't want to brag or anything. I but mean, we had the prettiest person it. asking the questions. <laughs> no, and the questions were better, and the questions weren't just your basic. So, what are you going to do with the money of the blah blah blah? It was in more in depth questions. We had pretty decent questions, I think. Anyway, so that's one of the things that we've been up to is we were planning that whole Q and A, and um, and it really did go very well. It seemed very professional, I think, and um, and plus your surgery, you haven't been, you know. You haven't been up to full speed No, until just recently. I'm still not up to full speed. You had to wear that girdle thing that was so sexy. (laughs) onesie. Yeah, whenever you... Okay, so just FYI, you guys, if you decide to have a mommy makeover... Give me feedback on that, where you're at right now. uh, I'm I'm about uh, 85%, I think, uh, uh, like healed. Um, I still have a ways to go, but I'm like right past the eight-week mark, and I... um, can start exercising again. So I'm going to start doing that this week. You better start. <laughs> Whatever. I, I mean, I've been walking. I've been walking the whole time. Like every day I walk because it helps to keep the swelling down. 
And uh, the compression garment that I was wearing helped to keep the swelling down. But at eight weeks, you can take it off. Mm -hmm. And then what you got to do is just kind of suffer through for a little bit because the swelling will get just a little bit worse before it gets better. But if you keep wearing that garment, it never totally gets better. So you have to like take it off, leave it off, deal with the swelling for a little bit, and then it'll be better. And and your butt crack's getting smaller. It's going back to normal. (laughs) So I'd like you to stop talking about my butt crack. Your butt crack, crack was please. all the way up between your shoulder blades. Now it's almost <laughs> to where it goes. That was so, yeah. But I mean, it was just being, you know, stretched. I mean, they lifted my butt a lot. Yeah. And who knew I had such a <laughs> long butt crack? I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, what the hell? It goes like <laughs> all the way to your shoulders. <laughs> okay, it was not that long. No, it wasn't. Long. That's a little bit of that. Not much, though. Not much of an exaggeration. But I got a nice little booty lift out of it. Yeah. I mean, like, my, my butt looks really good now. It does. I think. It does. Not yeah. better, but good. I'm. Anyway. Uh, the I, reason why I said that is because <laughs> Lena was trying on clothes the other day. And she put on some pants, and I said, oh, those pants look better on you than the other pair of pants. And she's like, you don't ever say something looks better on you than something else. But even though it did look better on her, I, I cannot say the word better anymore. So now I just say, Well, he was implying, the, the way he said it, it was implying that the other ones didn't look good at all. And I felt really good in those other pants. You can look good, and then you can look better. Okay? You don't look terrible and then good. So you always look good. But those pants made you look better. But now better is that I'm of vocabulary now. So there. Anywho, back to the mayor election. So we got we did the mayor Q&A. And then I was like, okay, I know who I'm voting for. And then I was like, uh, I helped with that person's campaign. Um, not a whole lot because I don't have a whole lot of time. But I did do poll watching. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. But I thought you were going to do pole dancing. No, don't do pole dance. Not yet. Oh. Maybe someday. Oh, can we get a pole for our bedroom? We might. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, let's do it. Only no. if it has a lot of structural integri- integrity. No, babe, you only weigh like 100 pounds. I- <laughs> Times two. You look the same as you did before. <laughs> anyway, um, so this was the first time I'd ever done any kind of pole I don't know if it's called poll sitting or poll watching. I think it's poll watching because you want to make sure no, the other the other people don't go out and bother people past the line. Yeah, but basically what I did is I went out uh, for my candidate and I um, had flyers. And so I was the person that you avoid at the polls. Mm-hmm. No, make eye contact. The one that I always try to avoid and not have any contact with. I was that person. And I handed them, you know, the flyers and I would be like, hey, can I give you some information on so-and-so for mayor? And I would say at least 90% of the people were very nice because um, I'm super friendly, yeah. you guys. and sexy. So they probably were I'm, hoping that you were going to go out on a date with them. No, I don't think most of those people were uh, looking for dates, babe. They were. Everybody's always looking for a date. Keep that in mind. No, I don't think so. When you're talking so. to somebody. I don't think so. Anyway, I'm just a friendly person. You know, in theory. Whenever you're talking to somebody, that person is pitching you naked. No, I don't. I don't That's so. what I think anyway when I talk to somebody. I always think that person is looking at me and saying, I wonder what he would look like naked. And I think you're always just looking at everybody else and thinking what they look like naked. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. No. That'd be weird. <laughs> Nobody wants to see you naked. <laughs> Nobody wants to see me naked either. Uh, I think you're wrong about that. I think I'm right. 
Well, I, one person sitting right here, and I can guarantee you there's at least 10 more people in the world that would want to see you naked. I mean, the world's a big place, so I would hope yeah, so. I'd yeah. hope there is at least, at least 10, 10 people yeah. that would want to see. Little kids in Africa, they would love they, to see somebody naked. What the <laughs> is wrong with you? They see people naked every day. No, that's They live that way. Man, they can afford clothes. They just can't afford food. They don't have... <laughs> It's not funny. It's actually not funny. I'm sorry, you guys. The joke is, when you didn't eat your food when I was a kid, my mom would always say, there's kids in Africa that would love to have that food. So that's that's the joke, not that they can't afford. I said they couldn't afford. You're saying they couldn't afford clothes. I'm just saying. I've seen that video. Okay. Well, anyway. They would still love to see you naked. So I did some poll watching. And... um, that was interesting. I mean, I don't think politics are for me, really. Like, I don't think I'll ever run for office. I'm going to run for city council in 24. I really hope you don't. Mm-hmm. I really hope you don't. I mean, I love you, and I actually love the city, but I... The city needs me, babe. Don't like think... Like Batman. I don't, I don't think I could handle the level of shadiness that happens. I mean, like, people would just be mean. They'd probably listen to all of our podcasts mm-hmm. and pick out yeah. things that we said and, and pull video or audio clips and... Uh, just make us sound like shitty people, and I don't really want to. I don't want to go through all that. That's, okay, I'll think about it. I'm too sensitive. I'm not. But it's right you, up my alley. But if you, I mean, if you decide that you really do want to do it, I really think that you need to spend the next couple of years just doing some volunteer work. I am, and um, you know, getting kind I'm of in, embedded in in the goings on. Embedded. Yeah, like embedded. a spy. No, not like a spy. Like a person that helps the city. I'm going to volunteer to drink. I think I'm going to do the police program and the fire program and stuff. Yeah, do okay. that. Yeah. Uh, let me know about it. Yeah, maybe I'll I change my mind. Maybe I'll do it with you. Okay. Uh, so that that was uh, one thing that's been going on. Um, what's the next thing? Uh, recovering from surgery. I, I made a few notes here. I've been recovering from surgery. I had an infection. It's gotten better. Yeah. The weird thing about her surgery is that um, she had this little area um, below her belly button, above her vagina. A lot where the line was that was like a little sore and it would be okay and she'd take a shower and then she got out of the shower and then pus would just shoot out of it. Gross! Nobody wants to hear that! <laughs> so we were kind of, I was kind of worried about it for a while because I was like, this doesn't seem right. It's been six weeks since your surgery, but it's all healed up now, so. Yeah, I was really worried about it too, but I mean, my doctor, my doctor has awesome. been amazing. Plug it. Give him a plug. Uh, Dr. Kenneth Smart in Frisco, Texas. Um, he actually, so a lot of plastic surgeons, cause I'm on these Facebook groups, a lot of plastic surgeons have really shitty aftercare. Even if they're decent surgeons, um, you end up having some complications afterwards and they are just, they pretty much ghost you. Not my surgeon. No, you called that one time, like what? 1230 in the night on a weekend. Yeah. On a yeah. weekend. And I, I ended up talking to him directly and uh, his aftercare has been amazing. So he put me on as soon as I got the infection, which can happen. Like that's nothing against the surgeon at all. I mean, anybody can get yeah, a post-op it's, infection. It's, everything when you have, was normal. Yeah, when you have that many um, incisions, uh, you can definitely get post-op infections. But he was just great. He put me on antibiotics right away as soon as we figured out that it was an infection. He had me in his office on that Monday to make sure everything was okay. And then uh, I had a, another appointment a couple of weeks later, and I, I still had some concerns. And he was like, "Really?" He's like, "Please don't worry about this. This is gonna be fine. It is is doing exactly what your body should do." I still think we need to post some before and after photos. I mean, we can. So people, 
can see the progression. Humongous changes made. I don't yeah. mean humongous in a bad way, by the way. I just mean, you know. <laughs> no, I made a lot of changes. Yeah. I mean, and it wasn't just, I mean, while well, you guys probably listened to the other episode, it wasn't just, just the surgery. I mean, I, I lost a lot of weight mm-hmm. before and yeah. So that's been a big, big thing. That's what I love about you. When you want something, you get it. You get it done. Like you say, this is what I want. This is what I want it done. And you, by God, no matter what, you get it done. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it takes me a while to make a decision. But once I make a decision, you get like, it done. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. You're a finisher, babe. A finisher. I am, actually. Yes. Uh, and I like that. I do that. I in, like that you finish. I do that <laughs> in a lot of areas in my life. Not just like, you know, when I decide I'm going to completely change my body, but also in my work, you know. I I was um, very um, amazed at the change in your body. I loved your body the way it was. Um, uh, It wasn't better, but um, I liked the way it was, and I like the way it is now. It's just, it's just, it's just, um, I still really haven't got used to it yet, you know. I haven't either. Seeing you stand up naked, you look totally different. Yeah, I, I do. I do look totally different. So, so it's, uh, it's, it's just it's it's a, because I'm I've only known you so for uh, how long we've been together ten years. Mm-hmm. So for nine years and eight months, you were one way, and now you're totally different, like a whole different person. It it is. Yeah, yeah. I feel kind of like a totally different person. Like so, after I was able to stop wearing the compression garment, that opened up some new outfit choices for me. Oh yeah, because I haven't been able to wear like I bought a bunch of new clothes, but I couldn't wear a lot of them because this compression garment it like went up all the way over my shoulders and like all the way down to my butt, and it snapped in the crotch. And so like there was a lot of things I couldn't wear because of it. And so I stopped wearing that, and then I took off work on Friday, uh, mental health day from work. And, um, they, I, I, I was able to wear a strapless shirt for the first time. And you know what else? Like ever, except for my wedding dress, you know, it had. Yeah. So now she can wear clothes without a bra, which is one of my favorite things she can do. Even though I liked it when she wore no bra before. However, I was wearing a bra in public because I don't really actually like going without a bra. But the biggest thing that I love about your change is that you can wear one of my shirts now. Oh, that's true. I can. Before yeah. that was impossible. Now you can wear one of my one of my button up work shirts, which yeah. is to me, to me, I don't know how many guys feel this way, but a woman wearing a man's button up shirt that is buttoned, you know, down so shows some cleavage, and then it's kind of usually goes just past the panties, so you can <laughs> kind of see it's like a little mini skirt. That to me is like one of the sexiest things to wear. Is I don't it? know. I don't know why. It just is. Huh. Yeah. Well, I. I haven't gotten used to my new size yet because having the breast reduction really has opened up a whole lot of clothes that I, I <laughs> that I haven't been able to wear before. And I, yeah, I haven't gotten used to it. So we got the message. And so uh, we have a family reunion every year for Rob's family. And we got the message like, hey, we need everybody's t-shirt sizes because we always do family t-shirts for the family reunion. And uh, I, it, Rob's like, hey, what, what T-shirt size? And I I was just like, instinctively, I was extra like, large. I need an extra large. And then um, actually a couple of days later, I got to thinking about it. I'm like, 
I wonder if I still am an extra large. So I went to Rob's side of the closet and uh, pulled out some of his shirts and tried them on, which are just large, and they totally fit me. We were the see. That's another thing. We wear the same exact shirt, same shirt size now. Yeah, it's crazy. I know. It just, it just, it's hard for me to comprehend because I never saw you as a as a big woman anyway. But now, but you couldn't. But I was always thinking, man, I wish you could just wear my shirt just one time. Now, <laughs> now you're wearing the shirt, and so another thing is, so being how you were before, you dress a certain way. So now you, like you said, all your options open up. But the downside to that is, um, when you wear different clothes, you're going to have to learn how to sit. You know, because now you can wear shorter skirts and that, like that dress you had on the other day. You yeah. cross your legs and got a little basic instinct going. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna have to change your whole your whole um, comfort zone. You know, you can step out and be a little bit more um, revealing. I guess. Yeah. Like, the, so the other day that, that that's what I was getting at is that, uh, I took off work and, um, spent the day with my mom cause my mom's about to go back to her house, which I'm super sad about. Um, she won't be back until like September, which sucks. But, um, anyway, I wore something that I haven't, I never would have been able to wear before. I wore this really cute pair of jeans, that um, it's like one of what are those called? The ones that button up in the front instead of having a zipper, they got a they so got a bunch of buttons. They, they they reminded me of the seventies hip huggers. Yeah, because that's kind of like I don't I think the hip huggers buttoned up too. I don't remember exactly. I was too busy taking them off of people, but that it, it has that kind of look because they kind of the way they fit you and then they kind of flirt out. Yeah. Yeah, they're very, well, I mean, to me, because I come from a different generation than Rob does, to me, they're really 90s, because in the 90s, when I was a kid, they, uh, we, we were actually wearing things that were reminiscent of the 70s, so... Because um, the 70s had the best style. Elevator <laughs> shoes, hip huggers, big pants at the bottom, and the, yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway, so I wore those jeans, and then with it, I wore a... Uh, top that had no straps. It was. I mean, I guess you'd consider that a tube top, right? That's no. Yeah, what you had on was a tube top. The tube top is, although in the seventies, the tube tops was basically they were shorter. Yeah, they're just like your breast. So you have it just covered your breast, and you'd have your belly and everything is showing out. Yours was a little bit longer, but still technically a tube top. Yeah, mine was longer. So, but it, it had no um, straps or anything, which was. Um, very much outside of my comfort zone. Even like before I stepped out of the house, I asked one of my daughters and I asked my mom, I'm like, are you sure this looks okay? Like, am I too old to be wearing this? But they assured me that it was great and that I looked amazing. And I wasn't even used to it. And when you posted your photos, yeah, I was like, are you wearing a shirt? Because <laughs> I've never have I've never seen you wear anything like that out in public before. Yeah, I know. I haven't. Uh, and I was a little bit uncomfortable at first until people started looking at me. And then I was See, like, I told you people were looking at you. you. Told me they wasn't. And then I was like, No, I didn't liar. say nobody looked at me. I, like, I said nobody got my phone number. That's what you asked me. I was like, <laughs> people checking you out. You go, nobody looked at me. Yeah, no, they were. Um, it's it's different. So it's 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 really different. It's kind of actually a sad commentary on kind of where we are as a society, in my opinion, because just twenty pounds ago, with my belly, I wasn't getting looks like that. Okay. I knew that's where you were going to go. Yeah. But here's... That's not That's not what it is. So what it is, is when you were 20 pounds heavier, you dressed to hide yourself. Okay? P- 
people still noticed you, but you blended in because of the way you dress. Now you're dressing to reveal yourself. So that makes you stand out more than the people who are dressing to hide themselves. Mm. So you still got looked at the same. I don't think so, babe. And I think you were looking more this time because you were uncomfortable and you wanted to see people looking at you. So you noticed it more. But I guarantee you, I know for a fact that when we go out, people still look at you because you are tall. People notice you. But the way you dress back then, it was kind of just like to, to, to hide yourself. Now you're not hiding yourself. So, yes, more people are going to look. But I don't. Yeah, well, some of it's probably that, but a lot of it now is that you're going to dress different. You're going to get noticed more. Well, I mean, before I would dress to accentuate the things that I thought were good and to minimize the things that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So I would minimize things like my stomach or even my boobs to a certain extent because I don't like them either. So <laughs> I did. I know you did. But. Uh, anyway, I mean, it felt good. I told it, you. It felt good. Once you have your surgery, you, there are going to be more, um, you increase your, uh, you increase your, uh, pool of suitors. I don't need a suitor. No, I'm I'm just, I don't say you need God a suitor. damn married. I didn't say you needed a suitor. I'm just saying. And if I wasn't married, like if we ever got a divorce, I would never have another suitor again. Whatever. But anyway, what I'm saying is as your body changes to different body types, then more people who are attracted to that body type come in. So you still have the same ones that are attracted to the other body type, and they just have more. Mm. Okay. I don't know. Anyway, next subject. Okay. So I'm part of a book club, and um, we did the coolest book club adventure ever. It was pretty cool. Ever. There was this event in Dallas um, called the Mad Hatter's Gin and Tea Party. And I don't know if you guys have this where you live, but if you do, it is worth the money because it is the coolest adventure ever. And we made it even cooler because we were like, okay, let's make Alice in Wonderland our book for the month. And we're going to go to this event And it was amazing. So each one of us, there are five of us, and we all dressed up like different characters from the book. So I was the March Hare. Um, Katie was the Painted Roses. Sherry was the Mad Hatter. Um, Brandy was the Queen. And Anna was the Cheshire Cat. So actually, it was weird that none of us decided to be Anna. I mean, Alice, <laughs> Anna, <laughs> none, of, none of us decided to be Alice. Um, Why? I don't know. I mean, we just all picked our own costumes. Hmm. Uh, I wonder if all of us were trying to pick something that nobody else was going to be. That's what I was. I was, I was like, what is a character that nobody else is going to want to be? The March Hare. Nobody else wanted to be that. How do you know? I just figured nobody else uh-huh. would want to be it. So, yeah, I picked something. I'd want to be Alice. <laughs> yeah. I picked something, and it was a fun character, though. I, I looked so cute. Got a limo and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, uh, so, the, per- the Sherry, the person that is, like, uh, our book club leader, and we've been doing this for a while, kind of off and on, probably about five It's mainly just been six porn years. you've been reading. No, no. <laughs> we don't read porn. Do not read porn. Gray. What's that called? What's that book called? Fifty Shades of Gray and Hundred Shades of Gray. And we did not read those. 
That was never part of the book club. Lady Chasterley goes to space. Or Lady <laughs> Chatterley goes to space. That's the kind of books you've been reading, babe. No. I've, I've, I've seen the books. Oh, you're a liar. <laughs> we read real books. Um, yeah, this was the most... I don't know. Have you guys ever read Alice in Wonderland? Like, actually read it? It's the worst book ever fucking written. Is it? Yeah. It's like, there's not one character in the entire book that you can sympathize with that you're like, oh yeah, I'm rooting for this guy or this girl. Alice, I mean, I guess she's only a little kid, but you read it and you're like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Alice? Why are you so stupid? Yeah, it was really annoying. I think that's, isn't there a movie or something? I've probably seen a movie. There's a lot of movies. There's a song. Of Alice there's like a. They're all there's the original like Disney Go ask animated Alice. movie, and then there's another Disney uh, one where Tim Burton did it. But I didn't watch that. I haven't watched. I haven't that. seen that one either. Anyway, I like all the visual stuff that goes along with Alice in, Alice in Wonderland, and the Mad Hatter gin and tea party was amazing. So each one of us got picked up in a limo. We all had our costumes on. We had champagne in the limo. We went to the event, which was so good. It was like so much fun, especially because we were there in costume. We took like hundreds of pictures and um, had drinks uh, that were really good. The drinks were good. They were strong. And then afterwards, we went to this restaurant in Dallas that like has a button at your... your, um, Table? Yeah, at your table where you press it and they, they'll bring you more champagne. It's really cool. It's just a really cool place. What was that place called? XOXO. XOXO. Yeah. L- Hugs and Kisses? Yeah. Huh. That's a weird name for a restaurant. <laughs> Did anybody hug you or kiss you? No. no and it's hu- false I, advertising. Well, I mean, my friends that were there, we oh. got hu- I got hugs and kisses probably from them. Anyway, we took lots of pictures. It was very Instagram worthy. Although none of us, I don't think, are in, on Instagram. We're on Instagram, babe. Yeah, but not really. Not like we should be, probably. We need a social media manager. Any of you guys want to be I a know, volunteer social media manager? I know somebody. <laughs> don't even start. Uh-uh. I don't want to hear it. I didn't tell you. I just said uh, I know somebody who's a, who wants to be a social media manager. That's, that's going to be their new career when they finish stalking. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell speaking you guys of, what speaking he's of talking stalking, about. Speaking of stalking, our next episode is probably going to be on stalking. So we know this one was supposed to be, but we got behind. So yeah, we got two For people. sure, next one's going to be stalking. We've got two people that I love and adore that I think are going to do interviews with us for our stalking episode. And possibly an actual stalker. Possibly. I don't think we're going to be able to get her to agree. <sighs> it can show remorse. By showing other people what not to do. Mm. Like what made you stalk? I'm going to move on from this okay. subject. All right. Um, so, yeah. So there was the Alice in Wonderland event. Uh, next thing on my list here is I'm going to be the assistant band treasurer next year. Awesome. That's what you need is more stuff. I do. I need more things to do. Um, Why don't you just run for president of the Booster Club? No, thank also. you. Also. No, no. And band director. That's opening. No. That's actually a full-time job. Uh, So my son, Kevin, he's in the band. And um, so the first year that he was in high school band, I mean, he had been in middle school band, but then the first year he was in a high school band, it was COVID. He plays the trombone. Yes. You know what that makes him? What, babe? (laughs) A tromboner. Anywho. 
So <laughs> the first year he was in high school band was COVID. And so we didn't get the whole band experience that year. You know, we like we didn't have performances. We didn't have competitions or anything. So this year he's been a sophomore and it's been the first year that we've seen the whole band thing. God, they do a lot of shit. They, they do a lot of shit, but I haven't been super involved. You know, I mean, like I show up to all of the events, but I haven't been like a volunteer or anything. Um, I, you know, I've been a parent for a really long time, been a parent for like a quarter of a century now. And I volunteered a lot when my older kids were younger. And so over the last couple of years, especially after I got like super burnt out on Girl Scout bullshit. You guys, just FYI, if you're not at that phase of life yet where where your kids are in Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts, those parents are motherfucking crazy. No offense to any of you guys that are Girl Scout or Boy Scout parents, but a lot of those parents are fucking crazy. And so I got really burnt out. And then especially after being like a PTA, you know, on the PTA board and stuff, mm mm it was, it was really shitty. So I just kind of backed off for several years. Plus, you know, I'm working really hard and trying to build a career and stuff. Um, so I haven't been volunteering, but then the band director, he messaged me, um, and he was like, Hey, Oh, well, first of all, my son, he's, um, decided that he wanted to be on the leadership team next year for band. And so he, they, he went through the whole process. Like he had to create a resume. He had to do an interview. Uh, I think there were some other steps that he had to go through to apply to be brass captain. And he actually got it. He's a brass captain. Yeah. So he's going to be brass captain next year. Like brass monkey. And water king. What? What's that mean? Like give people water? Like water boy? Yeah. but Some it's, high quality H2O? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's actually going to be Water King also, Brass Captain and Water <laughs> King. Um, so anyway, so he got that all on his own, which I'm really impressed with because I haven't been like a super voluntary parent up until now. I mean, I go to all the things, I give money, I, you know, I do the things I have to do, but I, I wasn't super involved. Well, his band director emailed me and he's like, hey, Lena, I've really been thinking about this. And our, you know, I mean, our, our top kids, we want their parents to also be involved. So I would really like it if you'd be on our executive board next, or next year. Or what he meant to say was, hey, Lena, I've called everybody else. Everybody else has said, no, you're my last hope. Please, please, I need you. You know, uh, I'm going to think that it wasn't that. <laughs> and I'm going to think that it was that I'm so impressed with Kevin that I'm sure he has impressive parents, too. Mm. I'm not going to ask the dad because he doesn't seem as impressive as the mom. So I'm going to ask the mom. Well, I think what you meant to say was I'm not going to ask the dad because he's too intimidating. <laughs> not, not that impressive. Okay. That's what you meant to say. Anywho. That's what I heard you say. Anyway. So the band director asked me and then I was like, well, shit, I can't just ignore this. So I should probably respond to him. So I was like, well... I don't have a lot of extra time. Like I have one hour a day because I work. Where I don't sleep. I work a lot of. I like a work, I work a lot of hours right now. Um, so what are the options? And the options were either assistant treasurer, or I mean, after so he 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 sent me over to the uh, current band 
booster president. And she was like, well, what we really need is either an assistant treasurer or we need some, uh, or we need a fundraiser vice president or whatever. There's like two fundraiser positions. And I was like, well, I like spreadsheets. So I could probably do assistant spreadsheets treasurer. <laughs> I just, I'm not a, I'm not a fundraiser kind of person. No. Yeah, no. You're I'm more not. of a you're, you definitely are more of a spreadsheet person for sure. Yeah, I mean, believe it or not, I know I'm doing a podcast and I like talk, uh, not for a living, but you know, for a hobby. Uh, I couldn't. Every time we wanted to buy something, like when we when we were going on vacation this year, when we was doing, going to Putacana, you did a spreadsheet. Yeah, remember that's true. you put up yeah. this is the resort. Oh, what's good about this one? Let's buy this. Let's do a spreadsheet first. Yeah. Hey, who do you want to go to dinner? Let's do a spreadsheet. <laughs> Tacos, steak, hamburgers. Well, this, yeah. So, yeah, you definitely are a spreadsheet person. I, yeah, I am a spreadsheet person. I'm not really a uh, fundraiser kind of person. I'm more of the can I, can I pay money to not have to, right. not to have to participate in this, right. in this fundraiser. So, uh, yeah. So, anyway, I'm going to be the assistant treasurer next year. And today I went. For my lesson on how to be the assistant how to count treasurer. Money. How to funnel money from that account into ours. No, that's absolutely because not Because I'm it. Italian. <laughs> so, you know, we're going to need to launder some cash probably soon. No, I think I, um, I think actually this will be, I, I think this will come pretty naturally to me because in my, one of my first careers that I had before I did what I do now, I was uh, in policy accounting, so I'm very familiar with accounting God, principles. God, you're so, you're so businessy. And, uh, you know, debits, credits, all that. I got that. Debits, credits, spreadsheets. Yeah, I got it all. I got, I got this Focus down. Focus groups. So once a week, basically, I'm going to have to go to the band hall and get the deposits, and then I'll do, <laughs> I'll, I'll put together the deposit for the week, make sure it gets credited to the right kids, and, you know. It's pretty good. I mean, and they said it kind of ebbs and flows where, you know, during registration, obviously you're getting, you know, a lot of money, money all at one time. So it takes more time, you know, take five or six hours a week, but then the rest of the time it's like half an hour a week. So that's not too bad. Yeah, I got it. As long as it, as long as it doesn't interfere with sexy time. What, what sexy time? You know what sexy what, time? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. I don't even know what I know that it's is been a anymore. long time. Yeah. We hardly have sexy time anymore. Anywho, next on my list, after being band assistant treasurer, Mm -hmm. is meeting new friends, catching up with old friends. So we met some new friends. Who? 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 Ashley and her husband. And Tina and Steven. Eh, I wouldn't really call them friends. I call them acquaintances. What? (laughs) These are new friends. They're going to be good uh, friends. So we had... Uh, so I get we, kind of an axe murder vibe from Steven. So, you know. I'm cutting that out. No, you're not. It's a joke. You'll laugh. That's not funny. He's like, I talked to him last night for like two hours. He's getting out of the penis game and getting into just surgical sanitation or something like that. Out of the penis game? What does that mean? He does penises, remember? He, he works at a place that they operate on kids that have crooked penises or whatever. Deformed penises. He's a he's a the tech for that. He's mm-hmm. getting out of that and going into just like sanitizing all the equipment and stuff. Oh. No more penises for him. Okay. No more penis. I also found out last night he's not very good with directions. So I told him four times. I live two <laughs> blocks from here, and he kept saying, "So you live over here?" I'm like, "No, 
Look, dude, I just told you I live two blocks up the street right here. I, I could walk home in three minutes from here. So you live over there off of this road? I said, no. No. How much had he had to drink? He was pretty drunk. Why were you letting him drive you? No, he wasn't driving. We were sitting in IHOP oh, talking about okay. where we live from IHOP. Oh, oh okay. I was like, uh, I'll, I'll, like, if you just go straight two blocks, you'll hit my house. And he's like, so you live like to the corner to the left? And I was like, no, I just told you. Well, he was drunk. <laughs> Stupid. He was drunk. It's okay. Uh, it's no, okay he, he for seems, people. He seems pretty cool. It, yeah, we made, we made four new friends. Yeah. I so like. we have to get rid of some because our limit is four. No. Who do you want to get rid of? I'm not getting rid of anybody. Oh, yeah. I love my friends. I think one of them was going to meet an accident, come up with a, some kind of accident, you know, traveling trip accident or something. What the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? No. I love my friends. Uh, Actually, I spent the night at one of their houses last night because my husband made me angry. Yeah. 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 She drove drunk. No, I didn't. Absolutely okay. did not. I had four drinks in four hours. That is not drunk. Are you doing like 90 miles an hour? No, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't drinking drinking 95. Okay, I'm drinking now. But I wasn't driving 95 You're miles an hour. You're driving 83. No, I absolutely wasn't. It um, shows up on the Live 360 how fast you were going. I was not going that fast. Okay. I, right. I, I wasn't. So then she went to her friend's house. So usually what happens is we get into a fight. And Lena will stomp out of the room and go sleep in the extra bedroom, but she can't because her mom's here. And then I'll say, oh, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to go sleep on the couch then. Like and that then, hurts me. And then Lena gets mad because I'm not sleeping in the bed without her. No, so, I don't get mad. I don't care where you sleep. Lena, Lena gets mad whenever I get whenever I do what she does. She doesn't <gasps> like it. You're lying. No, like you said, you can't. You, you Here's what your exact words were. You can't not sleep in the room because I'm not sleeping in the room. That's not fair. I don't want to sleep in the room. You have to sleep in here. And I'll say, no, if you had to go sleep in the room, I'm going to sleep on the couch. But last night, I couldn't. Okay, you're making things up no, right now. You don't remember because that was one of our, our fights when you were drunk. No, 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 no. So you're anyway. actually making it up no, you said, right now. You said, don't, I don't like it when you do that, when you go sleep upstairs when I go in the extra bedroom. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So um, I uh, got in my car and went to my work and sat in front of my work in my car because I can't sleep without you in the bed with me. Mm-hmm. Because I have no cuddles. Mm-hmm. Um, so then my friends came, got me, and went had some drinks. And came you know on. why the friends came and got him? Because he went Facebook motherfucking Facebook live. live. I went Facebook motherfucking live. Live uh, on our Facebook page that has 5,000 members in Carrollton. Not 5,000. No, it does. Just about 5,000 people. 4,000. 996. No, we lost, <laughs> we lost eight people from that one post I made. So uh, the barbershop guy. So. Anyway, uh, anyway, so he goes Facebook Live and's like, "Hey, buddy, I'm, I'm having, ass. I'm having marital problems." No, I didn't say marital. I never said the word marital problem. Uh, no, but you I just didn't. Said, but that's what that was the gist. Did you watch the video? Yeah, I did three I, times. Well, I did it, and why? I showed it to my mother. Why three times? Well, one when I watched it, I was like, "Is that what I just saw?" And then I watched it another time, and then I showed my mother. And you say, "Oh, he's so sweet." No, I Look did. How much I you didn't. Love me. I was like. Look at Rob putting all our personal business out and, there into well, the world. Well, what I was hoping was, really, what I was hoping was that you would say, oh, you would see Rob's live on Facebook. I'll listen to what he says. And you would have said, oh, come give me a kiss. But it didn't work. Mm-mm, I was busy. And then I sent you a message. I was busy. Did you get the message? I sent you the text message? I don't know. Did I? Did I respond to it? You didn't respond to anything. Oh, well, I was busy. But that didn't mean you didn't see it. I know you saw it. You just didn't respond to it. I wasn't. Once I got over to our friend's house, I wasn't. Seeing anything you were texting, I was You were texting Christina I was talking I only did one time One time She didn't know how to answer Because she didn't know How you knew 
she didn't know how to respond how she knew I was having trouble. Oh, yeah. I figured that's what it was because I didn't realize at that point that you had spread our business to the entire planet. But that's okay. I'm doing it now on a podcast. <laughs> well, we have less podcast listeners than we do people on our Facebook page. So. That's true, you guys. Can we not get a few more listeners here? Yeah. Um, but I think we need to come with better content than what we've done this time because this is really a half-ass episode. Well, people want to. Know, some people want to know what we've been doing. That's true. So, so. I mean, we're trying. I mean, like, there is a podcast about life and stuff. Want. Yeah. Okay. Next on my list. Okay, meeting new friends. Oh wait, meeting new friends. Yeah. By the way, um, so we got added to this Facebook uh, group. This well, a chat group, a private chat group uh, of like all these admins in our city. Like they're all in the same chat. Not group. all. Well, not all of them. Just no. Yeah. All of but us but a bunch one, of them against one person. But it was like, yeah, I guess that was the original intent. But yes. anyway, we've all kind of become friends. Mm-hmm. And we had like this big pizza party. At, uh, so one of our new friends, uh, like her and her husband, they're, this, they're huge foodies. Michael Jordan. Rob, I'm going to oh, cut that out. Oh, can I say names? No, we're oh, not going to okay. put people's first on the list. Well, I thought it could be cool because that was, you know. Anyway. It's a cool story behind that. Anyway. So some of our, or a couple of our Facebook friends are... Big foodies. Big foodies. Yeah. And they've got a pizza oven at their house, like a an actual, like, what, it goes out on your porch. You put coals in it. One of them has an Instagram house. page. Can we plug that? Uh, probably. Smash smash Salsa. Yeah. Check out the Instagram page. They're big foodies. Yeah. Anyway, they made pizza for all of us. We had a pizza party where some of us met for the first time. And, oh, my God, that pizza was Amazing. Yeah, we need to get one of those. It's only like three hundred dollars for the oven. I think he said. Yeah, that pizza was so good. I mean, it's not just the oven. It's like whatever they did with that dough mm-hmm. and whatever they did with that sauce. It's fucking well, amazing. They use play doh. That's the key. Play doh, huh? Like the kind that you yeah. use. When That's you're the key. Then making your own pizza is you use play doh. Anyway, so we met new people there, and that was so much fun. Like, I, I love people. Like, I love good I people. I love people, too. Rob doesn't love anybody, except for those that are right in his immediate circle. That's not true at all. No, it is. No, it's actually, not. It's true. What's, what, what's my immediate circle? Where does my immediate circle end? Me, my children, to a certain extent, and your children. Your children. There's no, certain, there's no certain extent. Your children. Your, your parents. My parents. There's no certain extent. That, that's, I love your children. That's your circle. I love your children, my children, and my friends. Uh-huh. The circle is bigger than just my immediate family. Mm. There's only a few people in his circle. There's my family and eight people. Yeah. It's very okay. small. But I got a huge family though, babe. I don't have room for all these people. No empathy for anyone that's outside of the circle. That's not true at all. No, it is. It's it not. is. We're going to go to counseling for this. No, we're not. Yes, we are. I can't go to counseling. Yeah, you can. They always want to have sex with me. <laughs> okay, next on my list, jazz concert. Uh, my son is in band, of course, like I said, and he's also in the jazz band. And so I had this really cool jazz concert to go to. Actually, two of them kind of recently during my recovery period from surgery. Uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but you can't comment on that because you were working. Yeah. You've been working so let me tell you something, okay, for people out there. When you get a job, okay? <laughs> when you get a job. When you get a like job. Like we're talking to infants. If you have a job, um, always work someplace where they actually do put family first, okay? They're going to tell you family first, but it's not. Just remember this. 
if you're working 60, 70 hours a week and you die, within a week, you're going to be replaced. Mm-hmm. So remember that when you're working all these hours. Yeah. Okay? Don't do it. Yeah. So Find another job. Just quit. So Rob's missed uh, Kevin's last two jazz concerts. Um, I don't blame him because Rob works really, really hard, you guys. Really hard. Anyway, so that's part of the things that we've been doing or that I've been doing that have been keeping me busy. And then there was a band banquet. Rob went with me to that because that, that. that was after hours. And um, that was that was kind of fun. We had amazing sex that night, too. Did, did we? I don't remember. I don't remember either. Just, uh, <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like we did. Yeah, we did. Let's Maybe. go with We did. Yeah, we went sure, to Barrel sure. and Bones. Yeah, because we went to Barrel and Bones after, remember? Oh, any night that a, is a Barrel and Bones night is a great sex night. It's except also for last a barrel, night. It's a Barrel and Bone and Boner night. Yeah, except for last except night. Except for last night, you got all pissy. Uh, except when you got all assholey. <laughs> So, uh, band banquet, that was kind of cool. I'm really looking forward to when Kevin's a senior, that'll be a, that'll be more fun. Cause it's really all about the seniors. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, they do give awards for other things too, but, <laughs> but the, um, the seniors really get like a, a really nice band send off during that period. So I got to see that. So then, uh, one of my Facebook friends, oh, no, I'm sorry. One of my actual friends, who also happens to be a Facebook friend, reached out to me after our last episode, and she was like, oh my gosh, Lena, I want to meet you for lunch because I'd like to hear about your surgery. Um, And uh, we talked about my surgery, and she actually got a breast reduction a couple years ago and um, was was thinking about, oh, hush. She actually had like, I think she said it was like five or six pounds removed from each breast. That's like big fucking boobies. Well, you had your boobs were eleven pounds a piece. They well before I lost weight, but then during my breast reduction, it was only they only took off one pound each. Oh, um, wow, that was a lot of boobs then. Yeah, it really was. I mean, like mine are significantly smaller now, and and hers. I think she said it was five or six. You don't pounds have to rub it in. I know, I know they're significantly smaller. I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I really like them now. You guys, my boobs are fucking amazing right now they're like i've never had boobs they're like don't need any industrial strength they're, support but they're not better to hold them up yeah they are they actually are better okay. oh you can say the word better i, can. I can yeah okay. i can say right. that they're, they're not better than they used to be yeah i mean it's okay if you say that they're better than they used to be but i don't think you think that because you actually like the old ones better it's okay the, the I, new ones are okay. i would say growing on me but they're not growing so <laughs> Anyway, I'm getting so, used to them. Yeah, my friend, I saw her for lunch. It was great. I hope to see her. We like, we were like, okay, we need to see each other once a month. Uh, but anyway, she said that I've inspired her to like go to a surgeon now and see if she can do the whole mommy makeover experience. So um, that's another thing that I did recently. And then what else? Uh, I'm about to go to Austin for work. Um, I started this new job in November. And I've never met anybody in person yet. And I will meet people in person next week. And I actually get to take three days off. Rob's going with me. That's because, unbelievable. Yeah, because Rob won't allow me to do anything on my own. No. What? No, it's because you need to establish your dominance with 
the people that I work with. I'm not and, even going to meet and them. Let every, no, you probably will. We'll probably figure out a way for you to meet them so that everybody can be like, okay, Alina's taken. Rob does this every time I start a new job. And usually what it is is in the form of flowers. <laughs> when I start a new job. Or he sends a mug me, with my face on it. He will send me flowers to the new job so that everybody knows that I am taken. Very take. It's like he pees on me before I go to work. It's basically what it is. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I I'm not going to deny that at all. Yeah. Yeah. And if anybody out there is listening, if you're a good husband or a good wife, when your spouse starts a job, you do the same thing. You'll pee on them also. You pee on them also. <laughs> okay. You send them flowers. It's not only to mark my territory. It's also because you know you start a new job. No, it's only to mark no, your territory. No, so you're going to job. So so you make all the women in the office already jealous. The women are already jealous because you get flowers and tea for no reason. Oh, at all. so you want to start off with everybody hating me is what you want. No. They look up to you. What kind of <laughs> skills do you have is what they're saying. What kind of skills does she have where her husband randomly sends her flowers for no reason? Or a water bottle with his picture on it. Or a pen with his picture on it. Or, or a calendar. A calendar with lots of his pictures on it. <sighs> lots of his pictures. Yeah. It was really so funny, actually. Um, yeah, it, it so, was funny. So yeah, I will be going to Austin in a couple of days uh, for work for me for the first time. Gonna answer my phone. Rob is gonna tag along uh, and maybe get to see his brother. We hope. Yeah, I probably have a lot for my brother. My brother's in Austin. See, I'm going for a reason. Mm. I need time off, and I want to be here. I want to be someplace else so I can actually have time off. Give me something to do. Because I'll be in a different city, so I'll like walk around and stuff, get some exercise, work out. Yeah, we could do that time in San Francisco. Yep. So it's yeah. not just to mark my territory, babe. Whatever. So it's to mark his territory. It's not. <laughs> anyway, that's all that's on my list. That's what we've been up to the last couple of weeks. Do you want me to close with a joke? What do you have anything else to say? Is there anything else we've been doing? No, anything we'll probably well. Our next episode will be on on um, stalking. stalking, and then we might do an episode on our how our counseling session is going. If we stay, you know, I did a research, and forty percent of couples that go to counseling to get divorced. Babe, every statistic is against us. I just made that up, like, so I don't know if that's oh. actually accurate. <laughs> I'm just but saying. I was gonna go. I forgot. Every goddamn episode that we do, it's like, oh, we're never gonna get a divorce. Couples that met online, they're more likely to get divorced. Couples that where there's a big age gap, they're more likely to get divorced. We're not gonna get a divorce. Couples where the husband has a larger than average penis size, they get typically get divorced. Couples where they are. Are one, you saying I have one, a larger... One is significantly better looking than the other. They typically get divorced. Are you saying I have a larger so, than regular penis size? That's I'm, what I heard it out of. I'm not... We're not going to get a divorce because saying, I'm going to do whatever I have to do not to make you divorce me. So... And that's what the difference. Short of murder. Short of murder. <laughs> yeah, you're, you, you're looking for a way to divorce me. I am not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not looking for a reason to divorce you. I love you. I just don't want you to be a dickhead. And so, we didn't even talk about the actual issue that he was being a dickhead about, which I don't actually want to get into. Uh, I'm just saying. No, you've been drinking. No, No, yeah. we've got to get a counseling for that first. Yeah, we're, we we actually are, you guys. Okay, so marriage... I won't be as, I won't be as wrong as you think I am, but we're going to go to counseling. Marriage is really hard sometimes. It really yeah. actually is. So, I mean, probably most of you guys that are listening to this already know that because you're either married or have been married... Because I don't think we have a whole lot of kids listening to us. But marriage is really hard. And I think you have to decide 
Is it worth fighting for? Yeah. Is it worth, is it worth it? Like, am I with the right person? And sometimes the answer is actually no. I mean, there are people that are together that probably don't need to be together. Like if, if it's not your, if it's not your soulmate and it's really hard, just stop. Yeah. But if like in our case, it's worth fighting for, then that's what you do. Yeah. I think, uh. Yeah, it's not easy. Just some people take the easy way out. Some people get a divorce, even though maybe the problem wasn't divorceable. And then they just say, screw it. And then they regret it. Later, yeah. Later. But, I mean, you guys know, this is my third marriage. I don't regret my first two um, ending. But this one I would. Yeah, and me too. That's why it's not going to end. I love you. I love you. Okay, so, my, you know, my doctor told me that my DNA was backwards. Backwards? Mm-hmm. I said, and? <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> Such dumb jokes. <laughs> That's what I call dad jokes, babe. All right, you guys. I don't have any notes in front of me, so I can't do my regular closing thing. But, Email us um, at unchecked, unchecked bag. Oh, no, you oh, don't even unchecked know. Unchecked AF at gmail.com. We're on Twitter. We're on TikTok, we're on Facebook. Or you could go to our website at www.uncheckedbaggage.co. Yeah, you can go there too. Please uh, give us some feedback. This episode is for Layla. She wanted to know what we've been up to. Layla also lives in Austin. She was one of my coworkers. Well, and and our friend. And our friend. And a coworker and a friend. But anyway, so. Layla's amazing. Thanks for listening, Layla. I love you. We did this episode just for Layla. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Our next episode will be a little bit more. not so rammy and so, you know, all over Did the place. Did you say rammy? Rammy, yeah. What the fuck does that mean? You don't know what rammy means? No. I'll show you later. You mean random? Rammy. I'll show you later. <laughs> all right. If you guys made it all the way to this part, uh, thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. Is that what you talk about? Yeah. Try that. See if that sounds better. This is a bear in the wild. There's a bear shit in the woods.